In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in Christ, be it this season our care and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels, in heart and mind, to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. And with the shepherds and the wise men, adore the child lying in his mother's arms. Let us read in Mark and Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience until the glorious redemption brought us by this holy child. And in company with the whole church, let us make this place glad with our carols of praise. But first, let us pray for the needs of this whole world, for peace and goodwill over all the earth, within our nation and within the city of Bloomington. And let us at this time remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, the oppressed, the sick in body and in mind, and them that mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children, and all who know not the loving kindness of the Lord. Let us also remember before God all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in greater light, that multitude which no one can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh. And let us pray that we may be counted among that communion of saints, receiving grace to offer unto God reasonable service, living in unity and fellowship with all his people, and giving reverence to all that he hath made. These prayers and praises let us humbly offer up to the throne of heaven in the words with which Christ himself hath taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Almighty God bless us with his grace. Christ gives us the joy of everlasting life, and unto the fellowship of the citizens above, may the King of angels bring us all. Amen. A reading from Genesis chapter 3. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. 
For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Genesis chapter 22. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. This is the word of the Lord. Reading from Isaiah chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of the hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. This is a reading from Micah chapter 5. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, who is coming forth from his forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he, is, he shall be great to the ends of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Luke chapter 1. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and his name shall be Jesus. He will be, a, he will be great and be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord, and, I, and let it be according to me in your word. And the angel departed from her. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, 
to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Luke chapter 2. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you great good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Matthew chapter 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judah. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring, bring me word that I too might come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with, his, with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, you have heard in reading and in song the greatest story that was ever told. 
You know, this is a story that bears repeating. The world is begging for a good story, a story where people can find themselves, a story that brings meaning and order in an age where pessimism and chaos abound, a story that is filled with hope and redemption in a world that is steeped in dismay and destruction. The people that you go to school with, the colleagues that you work with, the neighbors that you live next to, they need to hear this story. And I pray that they hear it from you. This story of humanity's fall into sin and subsequent hope of salvation, which is realized in the birth, the ministry, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus, is a narrative that is not found anywhere else but in the Christian church. Now, there are theories and worldviews that try to offer explanations to why the world is as it is, or why bad things happen to good people, or even how humanity will change the world for the better. But these are all fragmented and inconsistent. They offer no lasting help or hope, because they see things only from man's perspective. In this story, that is, in the biblical account of sin and redemption, we are hearing something divine, divine revelation, something outside of ourselves, a different perspective, one in which mankind has an important role, no doubt, but not the ultimate role. In this story, the main actor is the God who made heaven and earth. The God who forms mankind out of the dust of the earth. The God who gives life and freedom to his creatures. A God who is just to punish sin and who is also merciful in his justice. A God who is not far off from his creation but entering in it so that it might be be shown the ultimate act of justice and mercy. In this story, We hear God entering into his creation so that he might fully identify with those whom he has created in our flesh, experiencing the just punishment of God against sin to show divine mercy in the act of dying in our place. In this story, the word becomes flesh and dwells among us so that we might be his people once again a people living in faith to what God has done for us, a people who are living as ones who have purpose and who have hope because of what he has done for us, a people who are now part of this greatest story ever told and who get to repeat it to those whom we know. In this story, we are made part of his story, And his story doesn't end at Christmas. It doesn't end at Easter. It doesn't end with Pentecost or his ascension either. This story ends as our Lord and Savior, the Word made flesh, comes again in glory and brings his work of recreation to its fulfillment. And then this story ends and a whole new one begins.
So I pray, dear people of God, that as you hear the story, that you believe the story, and that you repeat the story. For it's God's story, and it's the greatest story ever told. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. May he who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly grant you the fullness of inward peace and goodwill and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.